We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, Best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Tuesday, March the 30th, 2021. On today's show, I break down tonight's game as Gamecocks baseball takes on the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs on a Tuesday night at Founders Park as South Carolina looks to extend their winning streak to six straight wins. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. We'll talk Gardner-Webb, their pitching, their hitting. Also, of course, talk South Carolina, who's getting the start tonight, what to watch for, key player for tonight. I'll give my prediction as well. Also, we got some news and notes to touch on, including South Carolina baseball jumping up in the rankings. Also, it is game day for Gamecocks women's basketball as Dawn Staley and company take on the Texas Longhorns tonight at 7 o'clock as South Carolina looks to punch its ticket to the Final Four. Guys, we got a packed show here on a Tuesday, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention on the companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They're a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Or, of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. The show is also brought to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Guys, March is here. The madness has begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie guys. It doesn't matter whether you're filling up multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. My bookie has you covered guys. You can sign up today at mybookie.ag and use promo code Gamecocks. Again, that's promo code Gamecocks to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. And guys, make sure again, that you use my promo code so they know that I hooked you up. Again, that's promo code Gamecocks to claim your first deposit bonus. Guys, college ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, my bookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. And guys, with choices from thousands of lines and odds, you can turn any game day into payday. Guys, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Let's get it.
What is up, guys? I'm Chris Phillips, host the Spurs Up Show, as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Happy Tuesday to you all again, whether you're on the commute, you're in the office, you're in class, you got the day off, whatever it may be. I know for all the students, by the way, all the students out there, today is a, a mental health day for South Carolina students. So no classes today for the University of South Carolina. So I hope you guys are all enjoying that, having your mental health day, whatever that mean, might mean for you. I don't know if that's a pool day, if that's a darty day, whatever it is, whatever the students are doing now, it's kind of crazy. Like they've got these built-in mental health days and it all sounds really nice, but they didn't have a spring break for the South Carolina students. So basically they just spread out spring break all throughout the semester. So all students are doing now is just like partying and raging and going crazy. So I'm sure Monday night in five points was electric. I'm, I'm sure it was great. It was, it was lit. So all my friends that work in food and beverage down there, I'm sure they really benefited from it. But uh, no, it's, it's kind of interesting. You know what else I was thinking about today, guys, before we dive into everything? Again, my mind's been racing today. This time next week, we will be just a couple of days from the official beginning of the Masters. And if anybody knows me, I, I'm a pretty big golf guy. Like, I'm not a crazy golf guy, but I grew up in North Augusta, like, the Masters is very, very near and dear to me and very special to me. And with, with last year getting postponed, and we had the, the fall Masters, which was cool and was fine or whatever. But if, if there's any big golf guys out there listening to this, just know that I'm fired up. I'm very fired up for next week. There will be golf talk on this podcast next week. So, again, just brace yourselves. But, uh, yeah, very excited for that. It's crazy, man. April is literally just a couple of days away. It's wild. 2021 is flying by. But, again, very excited to chat with you guys today. we got a lot to get into here on a Tuesday. It's a big game day show here on a Tuesday with baseball, with women's basketball. we got a lot to dive into, so let's go ahead and get right into it. As South Carolina Baseball hosts the Gardner-Webb Running Bulldogs. Not just the Bulldogs, by the way. It's the Running Bulldogs. The Gardner-Webb Running Bulldogs at Founders Park, 7 o'clock first pitch on the SEC Network Plus. So if you get that, if you're streaming it, SEC Network Plus is where you can watch that game. Seven o'clock first pitch, the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs out of the Big South. Their head coach is Jim Chester in 2021 this season. Gardner-Webb is 7-9 overall with a 6-4 and four conference record. They've actually won four straight games. And by the way, guys, here's a little funny side note for you. So I played at Newberry <clears throat> from 2009 to 2012. My freshman season at Newberry, that would have been the spring of 2010, we actually played Gardner-Webb. And again, Newberry's a Division II school, right? We played Gardner-Webb somehow. And I don't know if Gardner-Webb had just jumped up the D1 or, you know, if they had been there a while. But they weren't very good. We actually played Gardner-Webb at home. They came to us, if that tells you anything about their program and I guess what they thought of themselves at that time. But Gardner-Webb came to us. We actually beat them. So Division II Newberry beat Division I Gardner-Webb. And that year, my freshman year, by the way, guys, I think we won like 18 games. Like we were terrible. My head coach got fired. We were awful that year at Newberry. And we still ended up beating, beating Gardner Webb. So not that, that means anything for this game, but just a memory that I have of the Gardner Webb running Bulldogs. But again, they're seven and nine this year, six and four in the conference, one four straight. Let's take a look at their pitching and hitting, guys. We'll start on the pitching side of things. A five, three, two team ERA, been sort of a rough go at it uh, for the Bulldogs. By the way, they're actually coming off of a series sweep against high point. So again, things morale high with Gardner Webb right now, but a 5-3-2 team ERA, ups and downs on the bump, if you will. If you will. They're starting right-handed pitcher Noah Davis. He's 0-0 with a 4-1-5 ERA. And get this, guys, this dude, the thing that stands out with Noah Davis, it isn't his statistics, it's his measurables. This dude is six foot eight. So, you know, a guy with solid stuff and is thrown okay for them, but is going to look like an absolute monster on the mound for the running Bulldogs. Six foot eight. That is freaking 
huge. So they'll start Noah Davis on the mound tonight. Um, as far as the hitting side of things, this is where things get really interesting for Gardner Webb because they're hitting 238 as a team. That, that is that is struggling. That is struggling. Through 16 games, hitting 238. Their players to watch for outfielder Mitch McClendon. He's leading the team with a 279 batting average, does have three home runs and eight RBIs. Also, infielder Ben Los Peludo. I might be completely butchering that last name, but again, infielder Ben Los Peludo hitting 276 with three homers and nine RBIs to his credit. And then infielder and catcher KG Parkhurst hitting 237, but he leads the team with four home runs and 13 RBIs. And again, you hear those names and you hear those numbers, and you think to yourself, man, maybe they hit a lot of home runs. Get this. This team, this Gardner Webb team is combined. They have 13 total home runs on the season. Those three guys have 10 of them. So those are the big three guys for Gardner Webb. You got to watch for at least on the hitting side of things. All right, let's talk a little bit about South Carolina guys. Starting pitcher tonight, I was really intrigued to see this. Jack Mahoney will be getting the ball for the Gamecocks to start. You guys remember, obviously, he's come out of the bullpen all season long and, and pitched Friday briefly for South Carolina. Did come out of the bullpen, but uh, did not throw after that this weekend. So I'd assume, again, they want to get Jack some work. And uh, again, he, he's throwing the ball extremely well for South Carolina this year. Really excited to watch him sling it. So again, Jack Mahoney, the true freshman, will get the start for South Carolina tonight at Founders Park. All right, let's move into what to watch for when it comes to this one. Because again, I know a lot of us are looking at this game, this midweek game against Gardner-Webb, coming off of the, the series sweep against Florida and thinking to ourselves, oh, you know, we should just win this game 20 to nothing. You know, Gardner-Webb sucks. Like, you know, we're all high and mighty and great, and whatever. And we're just going to roll our hel helmets out there and win. And that's the first thing. That's the top thing probably that I'm looking for in this game is just how does this team respond? after a weekend sweep of the Florida Gators. Because, again, you know, it's funny to watch this season and see how things have unfolded with, you know, you win 11 straight and morale is, like, through the roof. Everybody thinks you're going to Omaha. You're the greatest thing ever. And then you lose five straight. You lose six straight, excuse me. And, you know, everybody's saying, oh, you're terrible. You suck, this, that, whatever. We're not even going to make the postseason. And now you've won five straight. And I think we're kind of back to, oh, we're the greatest thing ever. We're going to Omaha. It's just like funny, the ups and downs of, of college baseball, for sure. But I'll just be curious to see, because, again, we've seen this team come out in a midweek game against Davidson and I think not have the right approach and the right mentality and the right intensity that you should have every time you put on that garnet and black. And I talked about that the last time after South Carolina lost to Davidson. And I think Mark Kingston made a great point of this, I believe it was last week, in the sense of, you know, it's, it's only human nature, and especially when you're dealing with 18 to 22-year-olds. You know, you have a tendency to, when things are going well, you tend to feel a little bit better about yourself than you probably should. And when things are going poorly, you tend to feel a little bit worse about yourself than you probably should. What makes the greats great? What makes those guys in the MLB, for example, guys? What makes Ronald Acuna and Ozzie Albies, and, and, and Max Freed, and, and Bryce Harper, and Mike Trout. And I can just keep going on and on on the list of names. But what makes those guys so great is their ability to, through the wins and through the losses, remain the same exact player, remain the same exact person. They don't let the praise and the accolades and the pats on the back and people telling them how great they are. They don't let it get to them. And they also don't let the people that tell them how much they suck and they don't belong at that level and and they're this, they're that. They don't let those people get to them either. You know, there's a lot of people telling this Gamecocks baseball team right now how great they are. And again, 
I've been saying it all year. I've been saying it before the season even started, how good I feel about this team. But there's a lot of people right now patting them on the back and telling them how great they are and, oh, you shoot back up the rankings and, and you're getting all the articles written about you and all the, the cool Instagram posts and the videos and you got people like me, you know, pumping them up after the weekend and we're all, you know, dogging on Florida and getting on them, whatever. And that's all fine and dandy. We should be doing that. It, it's fun to do that. We, I, you know, I love doing that, whatever. But this team overall, I think it's really, really important for this team. Again, I want to just see a ball club that approaches this game tonight against Gardner-Webb the same way they approached all three games against Florida. I want to see the same intensity, the same energy, the same focus. I want to see the same ball club show up, basically. And again, I don't really worry about that with this team because I like the leadership, obviously, as I've talked about many, many times. I, you know, I like Andrew Eister and Brady Allen and, and Wes Clark and guys like Thomas Farr and Brandon Jordan. I think you've got a really nice mix of young guys, too, and Sanders and Mahoney and Phipps and, 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 and you know, Braylon Wimmer, even I'd still count as a young guy, and just guys that get it, right? They're going to show up each and every single day and handle their business. But how does this team, again, like I said, how does this team respond after that weekend sweep? Because, again, this is a game, like I've talked about before, baseball is a humbling game, and there's two types of people, those who are humbled, and those who are about to be, and you don't want to be on the side of, we're about to be humbled, right? So again, I just want to see a team come out and approach this thing the right way, because there's nobody out there that thinks Gardner-Webb's more talented than South Carolina, and I even look back to last week, you know, when you played the Citadel, I, I think this game tonight is all about South Carolina, you know what I mean? This this game tonight's all about the Gamecocks, and, and if they go out there and handle their business and take care of their business and do what they do best, the results are going to handle themselves. You know, I, I don't even look at this game the way I looked at Citadel last week in the sense of, like, I really believe Citadel's a high-quality ball club. And with all due respect to Gardner-Webb, I'm just going to call it like I see it. I don't think they're a very good baseball team. You know, they're not. They're obviously not on the level of South Carolina. You know, this is a team, Gardner-Webb, that actually got swept by Georgia a few weeks ago, who the Gamecocks play this weekend in Athens. So how does this team respond and continue to build, I should say, off of what it did over the weekend against the Florida Gators. I'll be interested to see that. Another thing I'll be watching for, you know, I talked about Jack Mahoney getting the start in this one. And what that tells me is, you know, I know fans really enjoyed last week Will Sanders getting the start. You know, a lot of the conversation was about the Johnny Holstaff mentality and, you know, would South Carolina roll with Will Sanders for five, six, seven innings, or would it be another instance where – a lot of guys throw one inning and all that. And, you know, I know a lot of fans, you know, got annoyed with that Johnny Holstaff approach. But with Jack Mahoney getting the start tonight, I do think it's going to be a Johnny Holstaff type of game. Again, does Jack Mahoney only go one? It wouldn't surprise me if he went two or three innings for South Carolina. But you think, guys, there are a lot of guys that need to touch the baseball tonight. You know, I think of guys who I expect to see throw – I'm thinking John Gilreath, Mag Cotto, Jackson Phipps, maybe Cam Tringali, Parker Coyne, uh, Brett Thomas, you know, C.J. Wines. I mean, there are a lot of guys. Uh, you know, Josiah Seitler hadn't thrown in a while. There are a lot of guys who need to touch the baseball, who I think Mark Kingston, Skyler Mead want to touch the baseball and get them some work. Because like I told you guys, it's extremely important to get those guys work because once you get into the postseason, once we get down the road, you get to Hoover and you get to the regionals. And, you know, if, if you're fortunate enough to go to the Supers and if you're fortunate enough to go to Omaha, like you're going to have to have that pitching depth. I mean, you think outside of your starters, 
this past weekend against Florida outside of Thomas Farr, Brandon Jordan, and Will Sanders. Think about the arms you use. You didn't use that many. You used Mahoney. You used Danny Lloyd. You used Andy Peters. You used Julian Bosnick. And you used Brett Carey. You used five guys. Like, do you realize how many pitchers you have on this team? You only used five guys. So I think they're going to want to get a lot of arms out there, get a lot of different guys working. And again, you'd like to believe that, you know, a night like tonight against Gardner-Webb, you'll be able to do that and, and do it successfully. And, again, this is a Gardner-Webb team, like I said, guys, that's hitting 238. I mean, Gamecock pitchers should feast on this lineup. There's no questions asked. Let's look at their strikeouts real quick, by the way. Um, they have struck out – let's see. Gardner-Webb has struck out 164 times in 16 games. Guys, they're averaging 10 strikeouts per game, over 10 strikeouts per game. We're talking about a Gamecocks pitching staff that's either leading – or damn near the top in strikeouts per game in the country on the pitching side of things. So, again, I'd expect to see a lot of arms tonight for South Carolina. I think there's a lot of guys that they want to get work and that I think simply need to get work. And it'll all start with Jack Mahoney, of course, as he gets the start. On that note, too, I'm talking about all the arms we're going to see. Something else I'll be watching for is just how much shuffling do we see in the lineup? Because, again, I think there's a lot of guys that, you know, have not seen the field of late. And you want to keep momentum going, which is going to be my next point. And you want to keep, you know, getting your guys ABs, guys like Brady Allen, Eister, you know, Wes Clark, all that good stuff. But I also think a night like tonight serves as an opportunity to get some other guys looks, you know, put them, give them opportunities, put them in situations that, you know, you give them a chance. See, hey, maybe maybe this could be a guy that helps us out down the road. Maybe it's a guy that come off the bench and can help us out. You know, I think a guy's, uh, like a Jalen Vasquez, like a Brandon Fields, I know we're all very high on. I, I, I think of a guy like Noah Myers. It's crazy. I, I, I saw a picture on Instagram or something like that. It was Noah Myers. I almost forgot he was on the team because he hadn't played all season long. I mean, you think of Noah Myers. You think of uh, Connor Sino behind the plate. You know, you think of Michael Robinson. You think of Joe Satterfield. You know, there's a lot of guys on this team that I think on the bench can help you. And I think tonight gives you the perfect opportunity to get those guys in the lineup, get them some looks getting them some at-bats. And obviously, again, you know, one of that, one of the big things, of course, hinges on, you know, if you can take care of your business and you can get up early and have success early and build yourself a nice lead, you know, then you can see those guys in the lineup. So you got to, you know, your starters have got to take care of their business and go out there and, and, uh, and give you a little bit of a cushion to work with, if you will. But I'll be interested to see just how much, if any, shuffling <clears throat> is there in the lineup? Because, again, I, I think there's a lot of guys who aren't playing right now that can help this team in some capacity, and they just, just simply haven't gotten the opportunity. Because, again, on the weekends against Florida, Vandy, Texas, LSU, Mississippi State, that's not the time to get cute and try different guys and put them in situations. And, you know, you got to roll with your best nine. you got to roll with your best arms. When you face a team like Gardner-Webb and against all – with all due respect, to the running Bulldogs. And by the way, somebody pointed out in the Daily Crow that I say with all due respect a lot, so I, I don't know. Maybe that's just one of my things. But seriously, with all due respect to the running Bulldogs, you know, I say that, that this is a great opportunity tonight to get a lot of different guys' looks, get some different guys some A-Bs, get some different guys some time on the mound. Because, again, you feel like, you know, you are just that much better than, than Gardner-Webb, and you should be able to take care of business no matter who's out there with your SEC talent. So, again, just how much shuffling – do we see in the lineup something I'll be really, really interested to see tonight? And then finally, guys, what I'm watching for, and I sort of mentioned it in my last point, but just keeping the momentum rolling. Again, it's crazy how this season has been so up and down with 
winning 11 straight, losing six straight, winning five straight. You know, it's, it's wild, to be honest. And you're coming off of, of course, a huge weekend, a huge momentum-building weekend where you sweep the fifth-ranked team in the country, you sweep the Florida Gators, you're back to four and two in SEC play. You got a big SEC weekend upcoming this weekend. I know it's Georgia, and they're not, you know, obviously they're not the level of Florida or Vandy, but still, anytime you're taking on Georgia in any sport, I don't care what it is, it's a big weekend. And, oh, by the way, you go to their place, you go to Athens. And, again, we all know – in SEC baseball, you can't sleep on anybody. Anybody can beat anybody on any given weekend. You want to see a team tonight that, again, goes out, takes care of business, and keeps momentum rolling. Like I told you guys before, momentum is a fickle mistress, right? You got Uncle Mo in your dugout. Find a way to keep him there. Carry him over into the night. Get yourself a big win. Continue to have the positive vibe, stay high vibe, and carry that into this weekend in Athens when you take on the Georgia Bulldogs. So, again, really excited for the game tonight. Let's move into – Key player for tonight. <clears throat> and I've gone back and forth on this one a little bit. But to me, th the biggest thing in a game like this is, you know, like I said, all due respect to Gardner-Webb, you feel like and you know you're the better team. But how do you give – what normally happens in a midweek game when teams lose the pitching falters, especially their starters, right? You you let a team like Gardner-Webb score a couple in the first couple innings, and they're hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. And all of a sudden, you look in the seventh inning, it's a tight ball game. It's a one-run ball game. It's a tie ball game. Or God forbid, you're down. So I think getting a quality start out of Jack Mahoney, again, a true freshman, and you know you love his stuff, stuff up against this, this Gardner-Webb lineup, but just getting a quality start out of Jack Mahoney, having him go out there and do his thing and handle his business, I think will be key for this team. So again, my key player for tonight, it is right-handed pitcher and starter Jack Mahoney. Again, I think it's just pivotal for him to get off to a good start. Again, keep the momentum rolling, give your guys an opportunity in, in, in the dugout in your lineup to put you up early, give you an early lead and sort of establish, Hey, this is going to be a fun night at the ballpark. So again, key player for tonight is right-handed pitcher Jack Mahoney, who will be getting the start tonight at Founders Park. All right, guys, let's move to my prediction. And again, I'm going to spare you guys the dramatics here. I think South Carolina obviously is a much, much better team than Gardner Webb. And, and this will be this game tonight is all about South Carolina. And in the sense of, you know, if this team goes out there, comes out with the right attitude, handles this business, this one won't be close. I, I think the Gamecocks, obviously, again, are a superior baseball team. There's a lot of momentum rolling right now. And your number one priority and the number one thing you want to do tonight against Gardner Webb is you just want to keep that momentum going. You know, continue to take good at-bats, continue to have solid approaches, you know, do your thing on the bump. Obviously, the pitching has absolutely taken care of itself. And again, if you're fortunate enough, get a lot of different guys' looks. You know, I, I'd love to see a guy like Brandon Fields get an at-bat. I'd love to see, you know, Noah Myers get a look or, or see a guy like Connor Sino behind the plate get a look. And I, I'd love to see, you know, we saw that a little bit last week against the Citadel when you got up big, and uh, later in that game, you know, we saw some guys come in. I, I'd love to see Michael Robinson and, and Joe Satterfield get a look and just some of these other guys get opportunities. Because, again, you're going to need all these guys when it comes to the postseason. It comes later in the year. Hey, you never know what can happen with COVID or injuries or whatever. You're going to need all of these guys on your roster. And, again, I think there's a lot of guys on the bench that can help you out. But, again, this is a Gamecocks baseball team that is feeling itself right now, is feeling good. Obviously, you've got a ton of momentum. You've won five in a row. You're coming off that weekend sweep over Florida. And I think this team, like I said, the biggest thing is this. I trust the leadership on this team 
that this team will come out. You know, they've they've had their they've had their hiccup, they've had their boo boo against against Davidson, right? You know, where I, I still don't even think that team came out and and wasn't locked in or ready. You just got beat that night. But again, this team will come out ready to play. This team will come out focused. This team will come out looking to build and continue to build momentum in a winning streak. And I think the bats are very very hot at Founders Park. I think the cocks are hot right now. I think the bats stay hot. I'm taking a look at the weather. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a warm night at Founders Park, and yours truly will be there. Yeah, highest 75, lowest 61. I think the ball will be flying all over Founders Park, and I think the Gamecocks have an offensive explosion early, and I do think you see a lot of guys getting the lineup, a lot of different guys going to the mountain. South Carolina, I think, will cruise to a victory. I got the Gamecocks winning this game 14-2. to over the Gardner-Webber and Bulldogs. Again, I know that's a big score, but I really do believe in this South on a team. I, I think they're going to handle business in the midweek, and I think they're going to go out there and do their thing and have a lot of fun doing it. So, again, I've got South going to win in this game tonight. Gamecocks 14, Gardner-Webb 2. Again, South going to look to extend its winning streak to six straight games. Again, guys, first pitch, 7 o'clock at Founders Park. If you can't be there, it's going to be on SEC Network. Plus, you can stream it there. Really, really excited for the game. All right, let's move into news and notes really quickly before we wrap things up, guys. And I want to start with South Carolina baseball being ranked 14th in the latest D1Baseball.com poll. Gamecocks jumped 11 spots in that poll and are ranked ahead of, guess who? The Florida Gators, who fall to 15th. Tough look for Florida. Tough look, especially after the antics this weekend. But again, South Carolina ranked 14th in D1Baseball.com poll. Also, it is game day. South going to take it on the Texas Longhorns. Game day for women's basketball. Dawn Staley's crew looking to punch their ticket to the Final Four. Tip-off tonight at 7 o'clock. I don't know why. We're getting so unlucky with these tip-off times. They're making these tip-off times the exact same time as baseball, and it's just absolutely killing me. But again, South going to take it on Texas. The interesting storyline in this one is Mississippi State's old coach, Vic, uh, I forget his name, but Vic something. But anyways, Mississippi State's old coach, who Don Staley and South Carolina have done many, many battles with, he is the head coach at Texas. So that, of course, causes a lot of intrigue, causes a lot of, uh, you know, extracurricular in regards to storylines and things to look for and stuff like that. But again, I have a ton of faith in this Gamecocks basketball team. You know, we all thought it was going to be Maryland that South Carolina was going to be facing, and I know a lot of people were picking Maryland to go far, maybe even beat South Carolina. I have full faith in Dawn Staley and this Gamecock squad. They'll take care of business against Texas and punch their ticket to the Final Four. But again, tip-off for that one is 7 o'clock. Should be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, again, I, I have no worries when it comes to Dawn Staley and that crew. I, I just I don't, I don't worry about Gamecocks women's basketball. They're going to do their thing. They're going to do their thing. Like I said before, wake me up when we get to the Final Four. And, hey, we only got one more game to go to get there. So, South Carolina, Texas tonight, 7 o'clock, should be a lot of fun. But, guys, again, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Like I said, guys, I'll be at Founders Park tonight for the game as the Gamecocks take on Gardner-Webb. So, again, if you'll be there, if you're going to be out and about, uh, say what's up. We'd love to chat with you guys. I'd love to talk Gamecocks. But other than that, go Cox, beat Gardner-Webb, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nady Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.